Welcome to the Green Up Academy podcast with Alex Kirby, where we focus on helping you level up your green industry business. Whether it's marketing, finance, employees, or strategy, we talk about everything on this show to help you apply it to your business and change your family and company's future for decades to come. Here's your host, Alex Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Green Up Academy podcast. I am your host, Alex Kirby, and if you've been listening for any time, I really appreciate it. For those of our new listeners, welcome. This is the Green Up Academy podcast where we talk about how to help you level up your green industry business and how we can grow together. Um, my name is Alex. If you don't know me, just to give you a quick brief. Um, I just sold my lawn and landscape company over the past seven years. Uh, we were, you know, very uh, good size, healthy size. We were, you know, in the well over seven figure range, over 20 employees. And I learned a lot. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm 31 years old, um, got a wife, three kids, and I love to help people grow. So that's what we do on this podcast. We bring on guests um, that you can learn from uh, through discussion and conversation. Uh, We talk about certain subjects on how to help you grow your green industry business. So today's episode, um, before I jump into that, we're going to be talking about, let you know the topic, we're going to be talking about the four biggest mistakes I made while I owned Trifecta Landscaping, my green industry company. I'm going to let you guys behind the curtain. I'm going to be very transparent and because I think transparency leads to uh, vulnerability, which makes you realize the things that you can change. And so I'm going to be the scapegoat here today. And uh, as I sold my company about four months ago, I've really learned um, through reflection. I've been in huge reflection mode as I'm trying to uh, be prepared to help consult and coach. That's something I do a lot of in the green industry. And uh, I'm trying to learn from my mistakes so I can help you guys. And And I've made a lot. So we're going to talk about the four main things. Before we do that, I uh, just want to uh, say thank you. We launched our first course in the Green Up Academy, uh, our one that came out before the other five is Sales 101. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, uh, the Green Up Academy is a platform for e-learning and community uh, for the green industry. And so uh, my six uh, first free courses, uh, my Foundations Bundle 101, uh, sales came out uh, yesterday, which is today's Friday. So that was a Thursday, January 4th. My son's birthday, by the way, guys, my one-year-old. He's uh, Titus. So happy birthday, Titus. Um, and so, man, thank you guys so much uh, for the support there. If you guys... Uh, haven't done that, go online to our website, the Green Up Academy, fill out uh, a form, and you get it for free. It's literally free, so make sure you go take advantage of that. Um, but, okay, four big mistakes. So whether you've been following me a long time or not, um, to give you background in case you didn't, I had, uh, we did about $1.6 million revenue, uh, debt-free company uh, here in Columbia, South Carolina is my market, so um, not as expensive to live here. You can buy a pretty nice house. I was just looking yesterday, actually, with one of our guys here. You can buy a pretty nice house for like 225000 bucks. So um, market's not too expensive. Uh, we're in the capital, Columbia, South Carolina. So just to give you context. And, um, man, I made some big mistakes. And a couple of them were mistakes that I made that I fought, that I, I knew about, but didn't see them as that big of a deal. So we'll get to those. And then other ones were ones I just literally was blind to until after, until I sold my company. Um, the first one that I really fumbled was putting an emphasis on training. So I had a, a manager for about four years um, named Travis, 
And, man, he was an awesome guy, veteran, uh, good friend. And he and I really battled because he had been in the industry for a long time, and he really, really wanted us to focus on training. And we were a maintenance-heavy company, so unfortunately I undermined how much training our guys needed. You know, I tried to ask myself why I fought it so hard. The main one was I was scared of overtime for training, meaning you're paying guys, you know, 24, 25 bucks an hour overtime pay to just train them. And if you guys are familiar, you guys know I do the 410s model that I'm such a big proponent of, of schedule. So Fridays is when we, they would come in for training and they were already at 42 hours. And it's like, dang, we're paying them six hours overtime to just train. That was one of the big reasons. I also was a big overbeliever. I should not have been in on-the-job training. So I was like, hey, let's put them out there, and then you go out there and train them as they do it. Well, the problem was is they're supposed to be producing and keeping up with the schedule when they aren't trained. So it's like they're they're getting behind, and they're not doing a good job, and they don't know what they're doing. So, guys, my first thing that I want you to learn from in my mistakes is make sure you're having a consistent training schedule, whether that be – you know, two hours every other week or four hours every other every month, whatever it is. Like, um, I don't. Sit, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like what your schedule should be, but I should have emphasized training. The reason why here's several reasons why. Uh, why should I have emphasized it more? One, productivity would have went way up. Morale would have went way up because guys aren't frustrated that the new guy gave them crew leader. Right? It's like, dude, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Um, so that that was a huge piece, and then just. People, you guys know this, but like when you go into something unprepared, you don't feel very confident. Like unless you're, you know, a world-class leader or something like that. Very, very difficult. Very, very difficult. And so um, I I didn't set people up for success without training, with, with the little amount of training we did in some way. So. Biggest, big mistake there. Uh, so I, I really encourage you to look at your training schedule, the way that you're uh, thinking about training your guys for this upcoming season. We're in January recording this of 24, and so we're about eight weeks away from growing season in our part of the country. And I know a lot of y'all start in April from other parts, but here, you know, we really start going like first of March. So um, learn from me on that. Make sure you have an emphasis on training. Number two. Maybe the one that is the biggest one, maybe. I really have realized this recently. Um, I didn't separate my sales team and my managers. And let me explain that. So in our structure at Trifecta was I was the CEO president and we had a director of operations. We had an admin assistant off of her hip or that person's hip. And then under that, we had production managers. So we had eight crews and Four four crews were managed by one manager, four crews managed by the other. And I thought to myself, like, hey, they can do estimates and quotes. You know, I did I, I carry until last year, I did all the quotes that were like anything over basic. So medium and high level is what we would call them. Well, last year I gave the mediums to the managers as well, and I would only touch on like the big, big opportunities, which I'm really the salesperson. And so that was like a big mistake is that I should have been doing a lot of this, like all of the medium and high level sales. But that's neither here nor there. Let me get to my point. What I did wrong was I had production managers who were doing quotes half the day and supposed to be managing half the day. Well, anyone knows that the days never go the way you think. So once something happened to the crews, 
either the quotes would suffer or the crews would suffer because if they're doing quotes, then they can't help the crews. And if the crews need help, they can't be doing quotes. And so that would really hurt us in terms of rescheduling or getting behind or not getting quotes out on time. So that was one element of why that was a big mistake. The other part is my managers are there to manage, not sell. And so I should have hired a salesperson. Um, you know, I should have done it and another salesperson. And so what I'm saying, guys, is 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 I learned from my mistake in that managers are not always salespeople and salespeople aren't always managers. And so that was something that I really regret. I really, not regret, I don't, I'm not like, you know, <laughs> keeping me up at night. But something that I should have absolutely done differently was had a production manager manage the crews in the field, have a salesperson handling all the quotes and myself doing some of the quotes. That way I could have trained and and, and then obviously incentivize the salesperson like with a commission structure base plus that we've talked about here on the show because my managers, they were they were on profit sharing. We had, um, So they, they were a little bit incentivized for sales and profitability, but – with the amount of quotes they were doing, it just wasn't, it wasn't a good structure. And, um, don't do that. I, I recommend making sure you, if you're over a million dollar company, getting a salesperson to be a salesperson. Uh, if you're under that, um, you handle the sales high. And then once you hit, you know, 500 grand, you get a manager to manage and you do all the sales. So it depends, you know, if you, it, it it's not always you, but that was a big mistake, big mistake I made. So learn from that. I should have, totally revamped the way we had our management structure in place. Uh, okay, number three. I did not take the time to train my staff. So as I stepped out to do more media and marketing, they still had to man questions. Like they had to have a lot of questions uh, for me. So training not just your um, in the field staff, but you're in the office staff. So they're different. So I want to talk about that. So last year, I started Pure Marketing, our marketing agency uh, here, and we've got a team of five now. And we focus on B2B, business to business, but really green industry and, and other trades. And so we help you know, SEO and websites and all that stuff. Well, we started that, and I also had another business with sports marketing. And so like, I started getting pulled away into that realm, and... But the problem was I didn't prepare my team. Like I hired a new manager and hired a new director of operations and tried to step out too soon. And so I hope you learn from from that from me. I don't have to talk about that too long, but there needs to be a transition. There needs to be enough time. There needs to be enough systems and processes to where if you're going to step out a day a week or you know not be like the front person all the time as the owner um, or take it like down to a small level like – if you're going to go from the only manager and now you've got a couple, like one, you know, one other manager, you really need to prepare that person of how your business is run, who's, you know, how you want things done uh, without like kind of doing it from the sideline. You need to be doing it with them in the trenches, not like what I was doing, which is like, yeah, do this. Yeah, do this. Yeah, do this. Instead of really walking with them through that. So that was, I really didn't set them up for great success there. And I caused, the big problem was I caused a lot more headaches than needed. It wasn't even that the company suffered insanely. It was just like the amount of frustration and headaches. That was that was my fault. So that's number three. So hopefully, you know, let me know in the comments. Let me know, um, Alex, at thegreenupacademy.com via email, what your thoughts are on this episode. I'd love to talk to you about it. Um, and remember, guys, if you want to be a guest on our show, please let us know at uh, alex at thegreenupacademypodcast.com. We'd love to 
siphon through, see if you're a good fit for a guest on our show. Um, all right, last point. Big mistake number four that I'm a bozo with. Throwing myself under the bus today, and it, it's uh, the tires don't feel good. This one's interesting, I think, and that was not thinking about acquiring other companies sooner. So I recently was uh, talking to a guy who had kind of been buying up little companies in his area, and all he was doing was like putting like 10% down and then like owner financing the rest. And man, like he's growing at a pace that's really strong. And I just never really thought about buying other, I always thought about being by, but I never thought about acquiring other companies. And I kind of wish I did. I wish I had um, looked into that, you know, whether it be bigger than me, smaller than me, whatever, I, it doesn't really matter. But if you're looking in growth mode, um, buying other companies is a lot easier than trying to grow organically yourself sometimes. And so I wish I had looked into that. That's just something that for me, um, I wish I had looked into. I was actually talking to shout out of Jeff Stapleton. If you're listening, to Jeff, um, Jeff was talking about buying a company, and he made me think about this more. So, and uh, Richard Yoder as well. So another guy who listens to the show a lot. Shout out to those guys. But um, yeah, those are kind of my big four mistakes, guys. I, I, I there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more that I messed up on. It's been so humbling. Uh, God has been so gracious to me. Um, I did a lot of. Th- my company and myself, we did a lot of things right, but there was a lot of things I could have done better. And that's what we do here at the Green Up Academy. That's why I started this. My, my team, Logan's over here, our producer, and Logan's our front guy. He's an account manager for Green Up Academy. You guys talk to him a lot if you're part of the crew or signed up. Like We are doing this because we believe that helping you succeed and then you can pour into your employees better and you can pour into your community better is such a great way to change this world, change the country, change your future. And so learning from my mistakes and learning, you know, learning from what I did right, what I did wrong, so I can help others um, is crucial. And so God is good there. Um, I guess a couple quick things as we wrap up this episode. Uh, first off, please go leave us a review. We haven't had a, some reviews on Apple in a while. We could use some reviews. I would really appreciate that. Uh, make sure you share this with any landscaper you know. We're trying to you know help more people. Um, and then make sure you check us out at the Green Up Academy. Join our crew. Um, watch the videos. Watch our courses. And uh, remember, we got resources if if you need them as well. So love you guys. Thank you so much for watching, listening, wherever you're at, pod, uh, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we appreciate it so much. We'll see you guys next time. Make sure you go and level up.